Hello and welcome to the weekend edition of the Smart 7. We've got the biggest, best and strangest stories of the week for you in the next seven minutes. Remember, if you're listening to us on Spotify as part of your daily drive playlist, you can just hit the follow button to get regular Smart 7 updates with a new episode each weekday at 7am. It was finally V-Day yesterday as the first doses of the Pfizer vaccine were administered, with 90-year-old Margaret Keenan the very first person in the UK to receive it. Just so strange and uh, so wonderful, really. Yeah, so anyway, this, this is for a good cause, so I'm so pleased I had it done. But as the first doses of vaccine were being given, there were a further 12,282 new cases of COVID-19 and a further 616 deaths yesterday. Boris turned up at a hospital to witness the vaccinations and had a warning that we're not out of the woods yet. It's amazing to see the vaccine coming out. It's amazing to see this tremendous shot in the arm for the entire nation, but we can't afford to relax now. I would just say to all those who are are scared, um, don't be. Donald Trump continues to try and contest the US election result, tweeting in all caps, hashtag overturn yesterday, as the Supreme Court refused to take an appeal from Pennsylvania Republicans, and Texas decided to sue Georgia, Pennsylvania and other states. Former Republican and Lincoln Project founder George Conway, husband of former presidential advisor Kellyanne Conway, has had enough of the whole election malarkey. Some segment of the American people that wants to believe that somehow Donald Trump can pull this off. And it's the the biggest election fraud of the 2020 cycle. It didn't happen in any voting booth or in any any mailing drop box. It's happening now with these people peddling the lie that he won the election. Not content with all of that, Donald sent Mike Pence out to announce what was supposed to be a new astronaut program, but that ended up sounding like the United States is going to go to war in space. Space itself represents a warfighting domain. And we will be prepared to defend our nation and defend our freedom in space with the United States Space Force. Brexit Boris flew to Brussels for dinner, but his oven-ready meal or deal or meal deal or whatever it was didn't seem to win EU Chief Ursula von der Leyen over. We are willing to grant access to the single market to our British friends. It's the largest single market in the world. But the conditions have to be fair. They have to be fair for our workers and for our companies. And this fine balance of fairness has not been achieved so far. Our negotiators and are still working and we will take a decision on Sunday. Thank you. Boris himself popped up to warn Britain that it's time to prepare for what he optimistically called an Australian deal. We need to be very, very clear. There's now a strong possibility that uh, we will have a, a solution that's much more like an Australian relationship with the EU than a Canadian relationship with the EU. That doesn't mean it's a, a bad thing. Meanwhile, the CEO of Tesco is warning that tariffs under a Australian-style deal mean there'll be an increase in the price of some foods. Instead of eating brie, which is, will have a 40% tariff, they uh, eat English cheddar, which will have no tariff. It would considerably mitigate those impacts. 
Driven partly by the US election, the tide has been slowly going out for big tech, with increasing pressure over there from both Republicans and Democrats, concerned at the power that Facebook in particular holds in the social media arena. The New York Attorney General just launched an antitrust lawsuit with 48 other states to challenge Facebook's monopoly, and it could lead to serious trouble for Mark Zuckerberg and might force the sell-off of Instagram and WhatsApp. For nearly a decade, Facebook has used its dominance and monopoly power to crush smaller rivals and snuff out competition. By using its vast troves of data and money, Facebook has squashed or hindered what the company perceived as potential threats and they degraded privacy protections for millions of Americans. Still to come in the Smart 7 Weekender, Disney Plus, Mary Poppins and tributes to Barbara Windsor. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yesterday saw Disney host an Investor Day with an almost endless series of announcements about new movies, new TV shows and a new streaming channel called Star, which will feature Hulu content as part of Disney+. They've signed the Kardashians for a series. There are 10 new series from Star Wars and Marvel, including Hayden Christensen returning as a young Darth Vader, a new live-action Pinocchio movie with Tom Hanks and much, much more. Goodness me. They released loads of trailers, including this one for a Loki series with Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. Where I lie, I don't like to talk. We both know you love to talk. How long have you been here? I don't know, it's hard to say. You know, time passes differently here in the TVA. What does that mean? You'll catch up. It's an iconic song in an iconic movie. A lock, a spree, it's very clear to see. But the story of how that song came about has only just emerged as Jeffrey Sherman, whose dad was one of the songwriters on Mary Poppins, explains. They were stuck on this um, lyric. They were trying to find some kind of a thing like a stitch in time saves nine or some kind of a saying for Mary Poppins. They couldn't figure it out. I happened to come home that day and I said, look, they just you know dropped the medicine in a, in a, in a sugar cube and you ate it. And my father stared at me and he went, Thank you. And he walked over to the phone, called my uncle Richard, and they went back to the office the next day and wrote a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine good. Dame Barbara Windsor has died aged 83 after a battle with Alzheimer's. She first rose to fame as the star of the Carry On movies, playing a wide-eyed innocent with a very dirty laugh. Oh, hi. Oh, what a lovely-looking pair. You took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And she was loved by millions as the matriarch of EastEnders, Peggy Mitchell, ruling the Queen Vic with an iron fist. Get out of my pub. And the occasional slap. Rest in peace, Barbara. All that remains for me is to present the prizes. Hope you all enjoyed the fireworks. Good night. This has been the Smart Set. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. 
We're back Monday at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on the next.